This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. We'd like to thank our patrons, Michael Richards, Sean M., and Omniverse, for their support in making this series possible. If you'd like to join them and get ad-free listening, bonus shows, and even more, then head on over to patreon.com slash lightandtragic. Welcome one and welcome all to Realms of Peril and Glory, where we are playing our Christmas caper game. Uh, this is a game created by myself, Zachary Fortigum, and is heavily inspired by Autonomy Jumps by one Beth Crane, who is here tonight, along with Laser Feelings and Honey Heist. So I am here playing the game with Felix Trench. Hello, I'm Felix, and I'm playing John the Snowman. Laura Gerling. Hello, I'm Laura Gerling, and I am playing Mary Jingle the Elf. James Barbarossa. Hi, I'm James Barbarossa, and I'll be playing Gumdrop, the revolutionary gingerbread person. And the one, the only... Beth Crane! Hello, I am here and I am playing Scarlet Adderley, penguin, lover, explorer <laughs> of the arts. <laughs> Incredible. Well, last we left off, our characters were ensnared by a gnat surrounded by sugar plum fairies. You are being poked and prodded by these things and you even got a little nibble. You know, while we're in this net, I've always wondered, Penguin, what explorer of the arts means. <laughs> well, it's basically, um, it's a quick way of saying I tried to complete a humanities degree and failed. It's really hard to hold a pen in these flippers and I couldn't get any internet connectivity for my laptop, so my distance learning course did no, not go I've well. No, I've had that problem. Do you know, the Wi-Fi up here is terrible. It I think, is. Uh, I think that... Uh, that's going to be my wish. Is better Wi-Fi. That is a very good wish. I Whatever, man. Higher education, of bourgeoisie, dude. <laughs> I, I feel like greater communications allows for greater equality, greater access to resources. I just want to get onto my online banking. That too. <laughs> Without another moment's hesitation, the sugar plum fairies unhook you from the trap, carrying you in the net through the forest. We are having a conversation. Well, I guess this is a little like flying. Yes, you are flying through the air. How do you feel about that, Scarlet? I didn't realize until this point that I'm kind of afraid of heights. Ah. Fuck. <laughs> so as you are hurtling through the forest, being carried by dozens of sugar plum fairies, you begin to emerge into a large clearing in the middle of the forest and at the center of which stands a throne. It is made of twisted pink and purple vines, some of which flower into the same sugar-coated fruits. Fairies cut you out of the net, spilling you in an undignified heap on the stone floor of the sugar plum court. 
Well, this is sticky. Unexpectedly <laughs> the sticky, sticky floor. That's my main impression here. So from above, a sugar plum fairy begins to descend into the clearing. She is much larger than any of the other fairies, almost twice their size. And she settles into the throne winged by two floating guards. Is she a thick fairy? Would you like to ask her that? <laughs> Madam, um, would you describe yourself as a thick fairy? Oh, would I describe myself as a thick fairy? Double C. <laughs> well, that is hilarious. I think I am sugar plum thick. <laughs> Are you hedonism box? That's just fabulous. <laughs> you are. This is hedonism bot. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Futurama. <laughs> is it? I'm yeah, just a few grapes. I've never heard this. I've never I seen this. Mind before. having my belly scratched occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally never seen this episode. <laughs> I'll do a different voice. No, uh, don't. don't By all yeah, means, continue. <laughs> all right. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, what are you all doing here? Honestly, I've forgotten. <laughs> well, that's not very helpful now. Snowy, is it? Should I call you, uh, uh Frosty? <laughs> it's like calling you Trenchy. Sure. Does anybody else want to give this lady a shot? Try and convince her aunt to our side who's not Oh, I thought naughty. you meant romantically for a moment there, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's up play. to you, I'd man. I'd be up for it, I'll be honest. <laughs> that's a personal choice for you, dude, but I meant, like, motivation-wise. Yeah, I'll have a go. Um, So, um, we're trying to find Jack Frost. We um <laughs> think he has something that um, doesn't belong to him. Do you know why we oh, might be able to find him? Interesting. That's a very fun piece of... Oh, well, I'll be honest with you. Jack Frost has been running around my forest causing a bit of a muck. Is that a euphemism? Oh, I wish. Unfortunately, I rather like the chaos. So, I, I don't, I'm not sure if I'm inclined to help you. <laughs> I promise we could cause far more chaos than Jack Frost. Oh, is that a threat or a promise? Why not both? <laughs> um, I have a plan to... Wait, what are we trying to do? No, we've succeeded. <laughs> We're here. We're trying to find Jack Frost. We're trying to find Jack Frost. I don't have a plan. What was your plan? <laughs> what was the plan? Um, no, I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save it in case we keep. In case these these fairies cause us any more trouble. Okay. Does anyone have any other ideas? She seems to like the snowman. Let's push him front and center. Ooh. Yes, Snowy. Hello. So you would like my help to find Jack Frost? Yes. Yes, we're looking for Jack Frost. Do you know him? I do. Mm, I do like Jack. And is your name? What's your name? John. And what a strong name. John. Mm. Thank you. Pretty, pretty sure it was John Frost, actually. John Frost? That's my full name. Any relation to Jack? Yes. Yeah. It would be so naughty yes! if, you, if you hit it up with his brother, dude. We're not brothers. We're just both men. Brother, well, dude, with his brother. Roll me a naughty check to lie to the queen. Even you Jack had a snowman for a brother. I rolled a, an eight, but I'm in a nine naughty. Yeah, dude. They're made out of ice, snow. It's the same thing, dude. 
Now, my sugar plum fairies are not keen on naughty people. I'll say that much for free. You sound pretty Rather... naughty yourself, dude. Oh, yes, I am. So why are they they're... keen on you, man? They're not keen on me. It's a hereditary monarchy. I know, <laughs> dude. And I'm one check away from rolling a naughty check to stir up some anti-monarchism amongst your, your people, dude. Listen, I'll help you, but you have to do something for me first. <laughs> right, what? I would like you to answer some riddles. Oh my god. This is a, <sighs> this is this is classic bourgeoisie, man. Do you think you can answer my riddles and I'll help you? How many riddles? Three. Can we compromise on this? Is there room for negotiation? What about one? How about two? Two riddles, fine. <laughs> I'll do the harder ones then. <laughs> Are you ready for my riddles? Yes. Tell me. What disappears? As soon as you say its name, silence. Oh, she's a clever one, that one. That was very good. <laughs> Thank you. I Thank you. I took a correspondence course in riddles. <laughs> that was by mail, <laughs> so the internet did not affect it. <laughs> I think perhaps this challenge is going to take much less time in the episode than I previously anticipated. Right, come on, come on, come on. We've got a master of riddles. What's number two? I have cities. But no houses. I have mountains, but no trees. I have water, but no fish. What am I? Age of Empires. <laughs> a, a, fa a fascist tyrant who's seen her last days, dude. Cities, but no houses. Mountains, but no trees. Mountains, but no trees. Well, they don't water, go together. But no fish. Water, but no fish. I don't know. Do, is there a hint? Oh, would you like a hint? <laughs> well, you'll need one of these to find where you're going. Is it a map? With a zap and a flash, a map appears in Queen Twinkle's hand. There are trees on maps. <laughs> very good, very trees good. On yeah, ordnance surveys. <laughs> well, you know, I think perhaps we should treat the spirit of the thing rather than the letter. I mean, when you think about it, a map's made of paper, and papers come from trees, the whole thing's a tree, dude. Would you like the map to Jack or not? Yep. There we go. Yes, I thought so. Well, very good luck. To you, dude. I hope you find your brother, Mr. Frost. He's um, not my brother. He's not, but you just told me he was. No, no take the map, take the map, take the map. For Listen. fuck's sake, take the map first. It's more complicated. I'll take the map in a second. It's more complicated than that. We're all related because we're all <laughs> made of water, but there's there's no direct he's my brother-in-law. You don't have a brother-in-law between two icebergs, do you? I'm not sure I understand, but I'll leave it there. I think someone else should take the map. My arms Shall are sticks. We, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have the map. Um, <laughs> thanks. You're the only one with thumbs. <laughs> this should take you to a rather a special place for Jack. If, I think you'll find him there, and if not, you'll at least find something valuable. <laughs> Ooh, okay, right. Should we follow the map to find Jack then? Can I roll one last naughty check to try and inspire anti-monarchy dissent amongst the fairy people? Please do. I want to yes. take it down, dude. That's a natural one, man. <laughs> What speech do you give to these fairies? People of the sugar plum forest. She's naughty. You hate naughty.
people. I don't know why you're bowing down to her. It's a monarchy. She took over by four centuries ago. She doesn't know the common people, man. She sided with Jack Frost. He's not got your best interest to heart. It's a sinister cabal of the elite, my man. Stand up. The only way you're not going to get what you want by trying to negotiate with these people only called Hard Revolution, dude. Rabble breaks out in the in the sugar plum cork. The guards begin to circle in on you. Would you like to try and make an escape? Hell yeah. yeah. I'm tiny. Absolutely. Make a run for it. Please, if everyone could roll me a naughty check. Seven, no. but that's a pass. Pass. Roll me each of you. Each of you passes. Roll me one to pull to help out the uh, the ones who fell. Pass. Eight, but that's a pass. Yep. So you managed to make a break for it, but as you two trip to make a run for it, they whisk you along, and you are out of there. <laughs> You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God, they will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The Shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. You've successfully sown descent amongst the sugar plum fairies. Congratulations. So, John, how do you feel having <laughs> met and possibly caused the dismemberment of 
a member of the royal family. I ate three of them on the way out. I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> this is John's midlife crisis. Yup, yup, yup. for John. This is horrifying. What you don't know is that Laura got in quite a bit of trouble for eating one of the sugar blunt berries in the test game. And yeah, we said before playing, I think there's going to be much less eating of of NPCs. <laughs> you successfully eat three times the amount know. of sugar blood berries. <laughs> and also, you're the traditional snowman, and you've like, yeah. He's losing it. Hey, yeah. man, I'm supposed what to you be feed snowman. You, you feed some berries. Clap your hands so that there's food for the snowman. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Great. So I presume you unfurl the map, yes? Yeah. Yes. My so as typical, X marks the spot on the map. And you follow it through the woods uh, for a few hours, actually. And you get a little lost momentarily, but but you get yourself back on track, so not to worry. You do see some sugar plum fairies uh, following you. Uh, they're kind of marching behind you, like, with anti-monarchy signs. Viva la revolucion! Viva la revolucion, I give them a high five. You've turned them Spanish. <laughs> Nobody expects uh, the Spanish plum fairies to. <laughs> uh, but as you uh, go further and further away, uh, you notice that they begin to peel off as if you're crossing an invisible border through which the sugar plum fairies daren't cross. <gasps> After a little while longer, the forest has yet to break, but the trees are in fact growing much larger now. Towering sugar plum trees reach to the sky. As you arrive at your destination, you think you might well have found what it is you're after. Nestled at the top of one of the large trees is a house, seemingly built of sugar plum wood and candy cane, and a strawberry lace ladder, frozen stiff, hangs from the house. Should we climb up the ladder? Yep. I would like everyone to roll me a naughty check. <gasps> to break into someone's house. <gasps> Oh, no, that's a 10. That's that was a zero. 10. Damn it. I rolled a 10, too. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I rolled a 9, but I'm 9 naughty. I passed. Fabulous. So, Gumdrop and John, you climb up. Below you, you see Scarlet and Mary just absolutely fall flat on their faces. I mean, I am a penguin. Can I just go they and knock at the door? Uh, it's up in the tree. It's a treehouse. Oh. So, you've got to climb the ladder to break Can in. Can we help them up? You may absolutely help them up. Roll once more with advantage on now because you're accepting help from a friend. I will let you roll it as a nice check. Bad oh, yeah. idea for yeah, me. Yeah, that's still it. a 10. Oh. Fail, you succeed. <laughs> and can you roll me one more nice check, Mary, to see if you can catch the falling penguin yes. above you? Yes. Oh, no, it's a 10. Man, We've just There's got to be consequences to these 10s, dude. What's wrong with my fucking In dice? any other game, this would be like so good, like unbelievable good yeah. luck, but now it's just unbelievable bad luck. No, you tumble away down. Uh, <laughs> break my neck and die. <laughs> you tumble away down. And after some time, uh, a few minutes after the others have entered, you do finally make your way up. And finally, everyone has reached the top of the tree after some trepidation. So when you enter the house, you see that the entire inside is covered in a thin layer of frost. Ice crystals dance in the air and beautiful ice formations run in patterns on the wall. You don't think anyone's here. It's quiet and nothing is moving. But you do recognize that this ice is the signature of Jack Frost. This is the signature of is Jack <laughs> Frost. <laughs> it it's the same like as the, the room from within the tower. Any signs of the hat anywhere? Well, would you please all roll me a naughty check? Oh, fantastic. Mm. To rob a man's house. For robbing a man's house. I passed. I passed. I passed. Yes. To you. I'm back I to seven not. and three. Okay, so John, 
you immediately notice that there are documents on a desk. There are documents on a desk. <laughs> you Thanks, see John. that it, you read them quickly and you notice it's talking about something. It's talking about tavern, specifically a cavern of broken toys. We have to go to a tavern of broken toys. Cavern. <laughs> a tavern. Cav- a cavern. Specifically yeah, a, a cavern. tavern. Like a, a cavern, pub. man. A cavern like a cave, dude. Can't you read? <laughs> Sorry, I misread. It says cavern. Scarlet, you see in the document that it says in another section that they're not looking at that it says take the hat in this plan to the cavern of broken toys. It says take the hat to the tavern of broken, sorry, cavern of God broken damn. toys. <laughs> yes. C's look a lot like T's uh, in Jack's handwriting. there is a cavern of broken toys, I'm in, dude. Um, and you see, you know, there's another few knickknacks on the desk. You see that there's kind of a few like chocolate eggs around. There's there's some mugs and things. There's a toppled little uh, brass kind of ornament. Uh, Can I and other uh, things. try and hatch one of the uh, the eggs? <laughs> yep. I'm a penguin. How how exactly? So you? Okay. Uh, great. Roll me roll me a nice check to try and hatch an egg. <laughs> oh, that's a fail. I break you an sit egg. Sit on the egg and you crush it. it. Oh, it's a chocolate egg. It's fine. It's a chocolate egg. There was nothing ever living yeah. in it. Roll me a nice check, Mary, please. Okay. Yep, that's a pass. You notice that there is uh, a statue of this kind of little icicle figure uh, that is quite a famous character that you read about. Like, it's just a character from, like, a children's literature, but it's toppled on its side on the desk. Oh, okay. Can I put it upright? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, As you do so, a little compartment comes loose in the desk. And you all see inside of it is uh, a map, another map. And it shows marked, X marks the spot where the house is and the cavern of broken toys. Says here, the tavern of broken coys. Must be a fish pond. <laughs> can, I, can I do a naughty check to see if he's got anything valuable that might help us out? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, roll me a naughty check to look around the room. Four, that's a pass. Yeah, you see those same chocolate eggs, which actually you think might be a little bit valuable. They're kind of pristine chocolate eggs. Uh, yeah, you see that same brass buff figure. You see a stopwatch. You see that there's uh, a broken toy soldier. You see that there's a... Wait! <laughs> there's a broken toy and soldier. And a broken toy soldier springs to life and begins to attack you from the corner. I want to try and fix it. I want to try <laughs> well, and... it's currently it's currently attacking Gumdrop. I want to try and pin it down and fix it. Call me a naughty check to pin it down. Uh, it's wrestling. Nope, that is a fail. I'd like Can to I... pick it up and throw it out the, the front door. Nice. Roll me a naughty check to pick it up and throw it out the front door. Uh, I pass. Yay. Amazing. You go... Boom, and it lands in the snow head first, but then it springs up and it runs off in the direction of the cavern of broken toys, doubtless to let people know you're on your way. Should we follow it? Yeah. I would like to, to scoot along in the snow like some penguins do when they're like, please. Okay. Is it very right. far? No, it's not too far. You think you can make it? It's downhill, reasonably. right? Yeah, yeah, sure. So you all make your way quickly I'm now is roll. the day. Great. <laughs> you have no skill in doing it. You just want yeah, to roll. Just, just want to. Scarlet was doing a cool penguin thing. You don't need to make a check. You just roll. I thought I would roll. That's funny because, Mary, I'm pretty sure that's been your standard method of movement this whole time. Canonically, <laughs> you just have been rolling has. around Thanks for the entire noticing. time. <laughs> 
<laughs> of course, dear. Um, I that. I, as a snowman, am going to fly. <laughs> I don't know if you can fly. I, I can. can. I am a snowman. <laughs> that is kind of a well-known We're snowman thing. Oh my god, I forgot about the fucking snowman in this country. I fucking hate that. <laughs> I choose oh, this as the only moment this to fly. <laughs> okay, we great. use it very s- selectively, only at the climax. <laughs> Make him roll a nice check to fly. Yeah, roll a nice check to do that. Right. Oh, I pass! Can I... I rolled a 10. <laughs> no, a 10 is a fail. That's a fail. Oh, is it a fail? I fail. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So remind me, who's a true nice, who's a true naughty? I'm a true point? nice. I'm, I'm a, a true, true naughty. naughty. I'm neutral. <laughs> so as of right now, you all uh, are on a path to be sent out of the North Pole at oh, the end no, of this game. Dude, I... Who would want to leave the frigid hellscape ruled by a dictator and go to the Bahamas or Fiji or Tahiti or something? <laughs> I would hate that person. Sweetie, you dry out in about 30 seconds. Hey, I'm what accent was that? Magic. That was like weird and American. Sweetie, you would die out in about 30 seconds. Hey, die man, I'm, I'm clearly... I don't fucking know. I'm clearly <laughs> animated by magic. I don't freeze in the snow, right? I made a pastry, man, but I'm somehow alive, dude. <laughs> you made a pastry? Clearly, I'm a baked good. I thought man. you were a gingerbread man. Oh, that's true, I it's guess. A dough. You got me there. It's a dough, dude. Yeah. Are you secretly made of pastry? <laughs> you got me. I'm You've actually. You've been lying a... about who you are. Ugh, awful. You idiot. I'm actually a jam tart person, dude. What the hell? I hate you. <laughs> you hated him anyway. I'm more like a pot. Even more. Okay, everyone. So you make your way quickly now because the day is going by very fast towards the fabled cavern of broken toys. Can I just quickly I- pull John aside and be like, Hey, man, I know we have our differences, but I feel like the only way we're going to get what we need is to take this hat from Jack Frost, so I have a plan, dude. Why just me? Because you... Because we've... Look, dude, we're both on the naughty list. Seems like we need to do some stuff to try and get out of this. I'm not sure you do as well in Tahiti as I do, man. Oh, I'm going to the South Pole. (laughs) That's fair, but nonetheless, all right, we're both on the naughty list. And I just wanted to take this time to try and build a bridge between us. I want you to try and you try and distract Jack Frost. I'm small. I could take that hat right off his head, dude. What do you reckon? Yeah, sure. I mean, if that opportunity comes up, but I feel like we're wasting two people. No, but like, uh, we're the naughty ones, man. We're the ones who are going to... Oh, I see. Between you and me, get the best role, the best naughty roles. But if we're saving Christmas, surely that's nice. That's up to interpretation, Dean. (laughs) I'd be stealing a hat. I don't know about you. You'd be lying, But you're stealing a hat back, so you're saving a hat. I mean, it depends on who you think I'm going to give it to, my man. I feel like I'm your traditional ask- values would probably... <laughs> I'm just asking for some cooperation. If we're going to get that hat, then I feel like we're sure, going to work together. Sure, sure. I just feel like the other two are more likely to get the hat. Well, maybe. All right. I just Zach, is stealing a hat it. naughty or nice? Stealing the hat is debatable. You can make me an argument either way. Nice. 
All right, well, we'll see when we get there. All right, man, you know what? I was trying to put this whole feud beside us, dude, but clearly that's not working out, man. You invaded my land! (laughs) I was born here, dude. I'm a natural-born citizen of the North Pole, All people have rights, dude. Mary's just happily rolling and... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're just having, like, a nice little race. Yeah, what are you guys? Yeah, what are you guys talking about and doing while this is all going on? I love rolling. Rolling's the best. You know, I, I just, I've never. Before I realized I was afraid of heights, I thought like scooting on your belly, not that great. I'm actually just coming to appreciate how close to the ground I am and how fast I can go. It's brilliant. You're going really fast. I'm, I'm so going impressed. Really fast. Thank you. You're going very fast for someone who's rolling. Thank you. I've been practicing. You're doing very well. Well, incredible. In the distance, (laughs) you can see a gaping cavern in the side of a green, white, and red mountain. I want to roll into it. Well, what also comes into (laughs) view are two toy soldiers also patrolling back and forth at the mouth of the cavern. Are they broken? They do certainly look broken. Can I try and fix them? Well, they might attack you if you let them know you're there. I'm going to try and sneak up on them and fix them. Sneaky fix. Well, you'll have to distract the other one if you're gonna sneaky. I have an idea for a friendly caper. Okay. Okay. I think we get out a pen and we write mobile toy repair unit on like your shirt. Okay. Uh, And then we go and repair, we just tell them we're there to repair them. And then we repair them. So actually, we're not lying. We're doing Wait, a good I thing. have a plan. Why don't we tell them that we're summoned by Jack Frost to repair them and give them the liberation they've been promised for, man? We could, but I might need one of you to do the lying because uh, I don't seem to be having much luck with that today. Why Whereas if we, we just write it, no one has to lie. It's just so right. Why doesn't one of you distract while... I sneak and repair. I feel like just pretending to be a repair team is so close to telling the truth that it's not even lying. Okay, let's do that then. Tell me exactly what you say to them. So you come up and they go, Oh, stop! Who goes there? Hello. We've been sent from the toy repair team to uh, fix you guys up. Can I help you at all? Have you got any problems? Any aches and pains? Anything you might need fixing? Toy repair team? That sounds preposterous. No one ever wanted to repair us. Why are you repairing us now? It's a new initiative. She's just very nice. We just want to repair you because we're nice people. Oh, well, um... That's true. Uh, roll a nice check for me. Both of us? Yeah, yeah got it. Yeah, roll roll as well, Beth. Yeah, I got a one. Amazing. No, uh, well, um, I suppose that sounds good. Uh, they put away their weapons and, uh allow you to begin repairing them. That's your job, not mine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I want to repair them. Oh, penguin, I've got my thumbs. Roll me a nice check twice to repair them. Okay. So two individual, one for each. Yep, so that is a pass, and that is a pass. Amazing. So you are fully able to repair both these guys. One of them has a really, like, knobbly knee that like goes back and forward, and like they really struggle to stay upright. Oh, that looks painful tighten it up and you make it better and you kind of reinforce it so it's a lot nicer uh then the other one they have like a whole like tear out of their midsection uh that you kind of you out of nowhere pull like soldering equipment (laughs) (laughs) and while i'm repairing them can i can i ask so what what are you guys guarding in there having a broken toy so you know we are we have to guard them well seems you're repairing us 
Jack Frost is in there, and we're just guarding on behalf of him, him and a couple of other toys. Okay, yes. So, do you mind if I head on in and um, repair some of the other toys? No, we're, we're really not meant to do that. So. Why don't you bring Jack Frost out and we can talk to him about repairing all your comrades? It would be, obviously, quite unfair for you to, to be the only ones who get to take advantage of this. Roll me a nice check to convince them. Uh, pass. Great. Well, I suppose we could let you in, um, just this once, uh, you are here to repair, after all. That's what we need. Uh, you and all four of you. All four of you, yes. Go on in, of course. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We niced our way in. I love it. So you all make your way <laughs> into the cavern. I'm rolling again. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, just a few steps before you, uh, in the distance, uh, you can see a fire. Oh, no. And, <laughs> and a couple of toys gathered around. <laughs> Keep it away. <laughs> Next to the fire, glowing a bright blue against the red of the flame, is Jack Frost. And in his hand, you can see the iconic hat. Santa's hat. Hello, toys. I'm here to repair you. What? What's going on? Who's out there? Well, just before things kick off, do you mind if I, like, roll a naughty check to sneak around somewhere and find somewhere to hide that I can rush out and grab some, grab some hat? Absolutely. Absolutely. Roll me a naughty check. Nine, but I'm a nine on the naughty list anyway. Very good. So you managed to sneak behind somewhere. You're not like, you can hide behind like a bit before the toys and everything. So you're hidden, but like, you're not like behind them. You're not like flanking. Who's out there? What are you doing? Um, so I'm just wanting to repair all of the broken toys. Um, I think it's unfair that they feel the need to hide out here in the caves. Um, when they could be out living their best lives and having fun. Well, I completely agree with you, but that's what I'm doing. Well, then maybe I'm, we can work I'm together. I'm trying to help the broken toys, too. What's your well, plan? You don't look like an elf. No, I'm Jack Frost. I'm icon iconically Jack Frost. Oh, okay, fabulous. Well, I'm Mary. You, Pleased to meet you. Who are you? I think you need to roll a naughty check. Oh, why? She's not told any lies. I'm not no, lying. Yes, this is Mary Jingle, the iconic Christmas character. No, yeah. is, she trying do, is she trying to do persuasion? <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you trying to do with this? What are you trying to... What, what's I your goal? I just want to repair some toys. Well, no, thank you. We don't need any repairs here. Uh, appreciate it. I mean, I think these toys can speak for themselves. Do you guys need repairing? <laughs> An old wizard kind of gets... I'm a bit busy. I, I, I'm trying to repair all the broken toys around everywhere and change things. Uh, I'm, I'm afraid your services, I don't think we need them. Okay. Guys, there's a wizard in here. <laughs> it's an old broken wizard toy. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a toy. <laughs> I thought it was just a wizard. My mistake. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Right, old broken wizard toy. I've got coals for eyes. Okay, but Jack, but, Who are all of you? What are you? Well, are you the team that said to stop me? I'm just keen to know what your plan is. It's great if you want to help. Helping's brilliant, but... Well, I simply want to help the broken toys and the gingerbread men. Sorry, gingerbread people. We've agreed to this. It's, it's, it's silly to gender a whole species of people. I know, I know, I know. Can we possibly have the hat back afterwards? Well, no, no. Well, afterwards, there is no afterwards. We change everything. We change the whole system. Oh, okay. Elves used to fix toys, you know. That's why you're so good at it. That's why you. I presume you fixed my guards to let you, them in. Yeah. Elves I, used to. F I love fixing toys. Yeah, they used to fix toys, but 
you know, over the years, man, the management, they just, ugh, they started to believe that it was just a waste of time. The, the broken toys just, they simply should be tossed aside. And I think that's new ones. It's not, well, exactly. That's why we want to use the hat to change things. Have you seen the film Toy Story 3? <laughs> it's got Tim Allen in it, and he's my favorite actor. <laughs> I, I, I've not seen Toy Story 3, I'm afraid. It's all about living toys. How could you have missed it, dude? <laughs> Look, the, the hat... I knew you'd come, and I knew... But believe me, this is for good. And Jack explains that Santa's hat, his real hat, not the fake ones that he wears around all the time, this is where the true power of Claus comes from. It has the power to grant wishes to the wearer, but listen, it's only its only great beings that can access it. And really, that's just Santa and Krampus. And we don't have either of them around here, and I doubt Santa would be willing to help us, and Krampus benefits too much from the status quo. So who's Krampus? Uh, Krampus, anti-Santa, you know? What? Anti-Santa? Krampus, nope. the evil Santa. No, like, he's like Santa's mother's sister, dude. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is that, w Wizzy, can you explain it? Yes, uh, listen. This. <laughs> this. Best character. Wizard, can I switch voices? <laughs> Where's my exposition, wizard? This cavern is an inherently magical place. This is why the toys are drawn here. It's the cavern of broken toys, but it is there is a reason we are drawn here. Holds a basic energy from the North Pole. Kindness, cheer, love, the power that this place holds. We could dare an attempt at summoning a wish from the hat. But only together, with enough of us, you included. I think we could do it, but we would need your help. That's what we've been trying to figure out. Well, we don't have enough of us to pull a wish out of this thing. I think that sounds great. However, I'm a little bit worried because... I think Santa needs the hat in order to uh, get his sleigh to fly and deliver toys. Well, that's fine. If we can just get the wish now, we can return the hat. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> What's the wish? The wish would be fix everything. Give give gingerbread men equality. Or g people. Give gingerbread people equality. Give the broken toys more onus to repair. Stop this wasteful discarding of toys. Make, make Christmas more about love and, 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 and repair and those around us, not just new flashy toys, worms on strings, Xboxes. Can somebody nicer than me see if this guy's trustworthy? Can I see if he's trustworthy? Uh, yeah, roll me a nice check. Yeah, it's a pass. Jack Frost genuinely seems like he has a sadness in his heart for the broken toys and for the the gingerbread people and and for those who are trodden down by the system of the north pole okay but does he have a sadness for them in like an evil i'm gonna get vengeance way or in a i'm no, gonna no, set things like a, right he wants to like... help them way he doesn't need okay. to be here jack frost is a is an eternal figure he he doesn't need to do anything for these people if he doesn't want to. He benefits from this system too, but he's not okay. helping it. So if if we help with the wish, um, does that mean I won't get to, to make toys anymore? Does that mean I'm never going to get an opportunity to make an Xbox and to hold it in my hands and gaze upon well, no, my handiwork can, and feel joy we in want, my heart? We want children to still have toys, but we think maybe... We should stop buying so many new toys. We should maybe start repairing some of the old ones, you know? There's just this culture of replacing things as soon as they've broken, not repairing them. 
we're making toys harder and harder to repair because they're so complex. I think maybe we should just, we should have a rigorous system of repairing broken toys. And we don't. I think that sounds good. They do keep chucking them in the sea and killing my cousins, so. Yeah, I mean, viva la revolution, man. It's time for things to change around here, dude. I'm in. Will you help us? Yep. You got it, man. (laughs) What about you, John? Oh, yes, yes, great. He does love the most traditional Christmases. So, around you. All right, yes. Everyone join hands, and we're going to do this together, all right? So you all join hands, presumably. Yeah. And through you, you can feel the energy of the North Pole. The joy and the wonder spread from here around the world to all humankind. The toys, too, join you in holding hands, interlocking plastic on porcelain, metal on wood. Toy dinosaur grabs your hand, Gumdrop. (laughs) Hey, man, sounds good, dude. Jack Frost takes your hand, Scarlet. Flipper. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) your flipper, Scarlet. Oh, you have surprisingly warm hands for a man of ice. (laughs) You'd be surprised. The toys begin to chant. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Jack looks and prompts you to join in. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey! Jingle. You are all transported into an incandescent place. A place filled with so much light and love that it's almost too difficult to observe. There's so much love and light in this place that it's almost difficult to observe. <laughs> you see every Christmas around you. You see love, the goodwill, the joy at being with those you love. You see the universe bend towards good the world willing to bend the rules, if only for a day, to make a beautiful thing. In that moment, you feel in each of you a sensation. It is warmth and light. You think for just a moment that whatever thing you wish most can come to pass. You each get a wish. What do you wish? Uh, a strong fiber optic signal across the whole North Pole, please. Incredible. Okay. Scarlet. I'd like an electric plane suited for driving <laughs> by a penguin. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, wait, like a toy one that you can drive from the ground? No, you one wanna... I can drive in the air. Oh, you want to fly. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I no, want no, to cool. fly a plane, but... Just also, when you said electric. Oh, I, I don't confused. want it to be powered f- with fossil fuels. Okay, gotcha, because gotcha, Because gotcha. there is little enough of the Arctic already. Okay, okay. Uh, gumdrop, what do you wish? Uh, can it be for, is it a wish? Is it all powerful? All powerful. Uh, then I guess I wish for global anarcho-socialism, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say, man. <laughs> I'm given all-powerful magic, I guess. I wish for global anarcho-socialism so everybody can have the gifts they deserve, dude. So does that spread to the gingerbread people exactly and... Right, the gingerbread people, the gumdrop, the, the sugar plum fairies, the broken toys. Amazing. And finally, Mary. May I remind you, you are at full good. If you continue on this path, you will be sent out of the North Pole. Okay, in that case... I'm going to make a selfish wish. 
and I'm going to wish to be promoted to the electronic toy floor. You feel a rush of wind. You tumble through light and merry and wonder. The wind howls in your ears as snow blows past you and all around you the wind becomes a desperate howling cry. Suddenly Did I break it? <laughs> it all comes to a halt. You wake with a sudden start. <gasps> all of you find yourselves in your bed at home. You struggle for a moment to remember if it was a dream. Do you really remember all of those things that happened? Santa's hat? The sugar plum forest? Jack Frost? Was, was any of it real? And with another... You feel... Yes. It was real. You hear the bells. It's Christmas morning. You see in the distance our gingerbread children playing with hoops and sticks. You get the feeling that they have been freed. You feel the anarcho-socialism of the world. Beautiful, full of ever wanted man. Scarlet, you look out your window and you see an electric plane, impossibly battery powered. Technology that does not exist lands out in front of your igloo. And it's got your name written on it. Mary, you receive a letter. Santa was so impressed by your work retrieving his hat that you've been promoted. You are now head of the electronics department. Oh, that's a really big step. I don't know if I can handle that much pressure. <laughs> he feels confident that you know exactly what you're doing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. She just buckles John. under the pressure and resigns. John. <laughs> John, you check your bank account. And unlike previously, when it would load up and it would take 25 minutes, 30 minutes, and still show you that same fat goose egg. It takes but a moment to okay. show you the goose egg. So I need, uh, now I need that card machine that came with the card. When did I put, <laughs> what was the, um, it's probably in the office, probably with the, the files. You know, you can Little just, purple And thing. with a bloop bloop. You see when you load up your screen that actually some money's been deposited into your account. Well, I'll have to declare that. <laughs> and it has been labeled going away fund. And you see in the details, you have been called away from the North Pole. You believe you're being paid off. You're being told to go run away from the North Pole. They don't want to admit that you did what you did on this journey because it would be too shameful. But you've been paid to leave, and you are to leave the North Pole. All right. <laughs> to the South Pole! <laughs> and gumdrop. Yo. You awaken in your gingerbread flat. Nice. You're happy that the anarcho-capitalism of the world has come to being. Anarcho-socialism, dude. I don't want anarcho-capitalism. Oh, no. Me. I was tricked. <laughs> <laughs> no, pardon me. The, I'm so used to saying anarcho-capitalism. Money everywhere. <laughs> Money fighting itself in the streets. <laughs> it comes up frequently in discussions with James. Uh, no, you feel the anarcho-socialism of the world has come to pass. You hear a rap, rap, rap on the door. You, you go to open the door, and there is the mayor missing an arm. <laughs> well, 
I think it's time for you to leave. You'll never take me alive, pig. I bolt past them. And I'm going to Tahiti, dude. <laughs> and you make a run. And <laughs> if it's not too much, I will say perhaps Scarlet's first flight on her new impossible electronic plane is to Tahiti, we transporting get you out of here, man. to your getaway destination. Me, <laughs> Congratulations, everyone. You have saved Christmas, and you have made the world potentially a better place, even if you sacrifice some of your own goodness along the way. Oh. Merry Christmas to all. Merry Christmas. And to all a good night. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas. Sorry, I was too keen with my Merry Christmas there. It's okay. Merry Christmas, everyone. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Two Realms of Peril and Glory presents a Christmas caper. And a happy holidays to everyone else, Happy dude. holidays to everyone. Happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah, everything under the sun. We hope you have a happy festive season. And a festivus for the rest of us, man. Thank you all so much for listening. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to A Christmas Caper. It would mean the world to us if you would go out and support our players. Beth Crane writes and performs in We Fix Space Junk, an incredible science fiction audio drama. You can follow the show on at We Fix Space Junk on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also find it at Battlebird Productions on Instagram. Laura Gerling is on Twitter and Instagram at ByLauraGerling. She also has a shop, ByLauraGerling.etsy.com, where she does some incredible handmade designs. Please do check that out. Felix Trench is the writer and performer behind the hilarious mockumentary podcast, Quid Pro Euro. I do the sound design for that show, and believe me when I say I laugh out loud while doing the sound design all the time. You can, of course, find Felix on Twitter at Felix Trench. And James Barbarossa, of course, would like to let you know that you can follow him on Twitter, though you probably shouldn't. You can follow myself personally on Twitter and Instagram at ZachFG, that's Z-A-C-K-F-G. The absolute best way to support realms of peril and glory is to head over to our patreon patreon.com slash light and tragic there you can get bonus shows and uh ad free listening and quite a lot more so head over you can of course check the podcast description for links to our discord as well as our merch shop where you can find some incredible realms of peril and glory merch that is continually coming live and coming off so check it out <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next episode. Goodbye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.